This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. When it comes to betting in baseball, I think we are looking for the Venn diagram of teams that are slightly undervalued and on the come up, but still a solid team that has the recipe to contend with even the biggest names in the postseason. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we've seen from the Philadelphia Phillies. I feel like we've seen this coming, where the Phillies kind of caught fire in, what was it, June or July? Their offense started to uh, show some signs of life. We knew they had the, the battle-tested rotation where they went to the World Series last year. And what do you know? They're sitting pretty right now, one game away from advancing to the NLCS. But the Braves do have one last shot tonight uh, as we have, what is this, game five between the Phillies and the Braves. Uh, Or I guess it's game four. Philadelphia leads the series two games to one. Uh, So Spencer Strider takes the hill for Atlanta. It's Ranger Suarez going for the Phils. Jenks, do we think Philadelphia closes it out tonight at home? Oh, man. It's, I kind of like the Braves because of Strider, but isn't it really hard to make a case for the Braves just because the way the Phillies are playing? I'm telling you, that atmosphere at Citizens Bank Park, I have a real issue. Here's my issue with Phillies fans. This is what I was thinking last night when I was sitting, drinking an old fashioned and watching this game around 530. Is, I was thinking <laughs> about this, <laughs> which is, Part of me despises Philly fans because they take pride in being bad fans. Like I I, I will never be of the belief that you shouldn't be able to go to an opposing team stadium and at least enjoy yourself. And Philly fans take pride in being mean-spirited and not being very welcoming. However, I have a great appreciation for how passionate that they are. I mean, that, that atmosphere is probably the most difficult atmosphere in Major League Baseball, particularly in the playoffs. Those fans are super passionate. They're super loyal. And it just feels – you talk about momentum. We were talking about momentum going into last night's game. It's definitely on the Phillies' side now. I I don't know if i take the Phillies on the money line. Here's what I would do. I would go first five, under five, which is minus 140. And so if you look at Spencer Strider, look, he – he was very good in game one. This is a rematch of game one in this series, essentially. So the Phillies won that game 3 nothing. Strider gave up one run over seven innings in that appearance. He's also faced the Phillies four other times this season. He's given up only seven earned in 26 innings, gone at least six innings in each start. Suarez got a quick hook in game one. Probably going to see that tonight, but did pitch three and two-thirds innings of shutout baseball. And in his only other appearance against the Braves this year, gave up one run in six innings. So I'm going to go first five, under five, minus 140, and bank on both of these guys pitching well. But, man, you never know with that raucous crowd. That uh, It feels like a good play to me because it feels like in this series we have seen one side kind of carry the weight and then the other side goes cold. Usually that side is the Braves. 
And that's where yeah. I kind of have trouble backing the Braves here. Yes, Spencer Strider has good numbers, and he even looks good in game one uh, of this series against the Phillies, had a bunch of strikeouts. But do you really want to fade a lineup that's been this blistering hot for the course of the postseason? I think I that's know. where it starts and ends for me. Because look at all the regular season numbers going into, like, say, the Diamondbacks and uh, Dodgers matchup. And you would say, okay, mm -hmm. at some point the Dodgers bats have to wake up. At what point do you believe what you were saying in the postseason? And right now the Phillies have the way more dependable offense when it comes to the postseason. So I think I'm going to ride with the Phillies here. I think the question mark for me is, do I want to take them on the full game money line at plus 125? Or you can get the run line for only minus 130. Plus a run and oh. a half. This means that the Phillies uh, can lose by one and still win this game. So I think I am sitting at those two plays, that or you know some kind of Phillies runs prop because it just yeah. feels like it doesn't even matter the pitcher. The caliber of hitters that the Phillies have doesn't seem to matter the starting pitcher for me. I know Spencer Strider, one of the premier strikeout pitchers in all of baseball, but if there's anybody that can go toe-to-toe -to, -toe to him, toe with him, it's probably guys like Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, uh, Nick mm -hmm. Castellanos. Like, it just feels like their lineup is so good that I'm not counting the Phillies out of this. And it feels crazy to me that the Braves are minus 150. Doesn't that feel like too steep of a price for a Braves team that has not looked like the better team in this series? I agree. I think this is all about Spencer Strider. And there's just a lot of value on the Phillies. It would not stun me if the Phillies closed this thing out. And I, I, I think Strider will come out and pitch well. Historically this season, again, I went through that. He has been awesome against the Phillies. Now this is a pressure cooker of a situation, so it's different. The playoffs are always different. But, man, the Phillies at plus 125 look really, really tempting. I definitely don't want to lay juice with the Braves here. I'm, I might do it on the first five under, like I talked about. But as far as a side, I'm not laying a buck 50 with the Braves. Not here. No, it feels like the name brand cereal that you're paying $7 for when you can get the <laughs> right. off brand for $1.97. And in this case, it's a really good knockoff uh, uh, when we are talking about the Phillies. All right, so uh, we have the Astros that are coming out of that series against the Twins. So now we're going to have a Texas showdown between the Rangers and the Astros, an AL West meetup uh, in the championship series. It's wild to me that the Astros have now gone to the ALCS seven straight times, and they are the favorites to win this series. Minus 140, Rangers plus 115. We've just been talking about being scared to fade red-hot lineups. Are you going to be fading the Rangers in this one? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what to do here. I, you know what? I think the Astros series price is something I'd be interested in at plus 115. Honestly, I understand that the Rangers bats have been red hot. Now, I also think something to take into consideration here, which I don't think we're not talking about yet, which we will be, is the Rangers could get back Max Scherzer. And if they do... That is going to be massive for these guys. When it first came out that he's got this shoulder injury, it was thought, okay, he's done for the postseason. Well, he pitched a simulated game yesterday. Now, he's not going to start game one, but there is the potential for him to return in this series. And if that happens and if he's healthy, then that, that's an absolute game changer because then you have an ace who can shut down the opposing team. That said, I think what we've seen from the Astros is a team that just knows how to turn it up in the postseason, right? They found a way to get here, and then all of a sudden, what happens? They face the Twins, and 
they look like an absolute wrecking crew. Even as dogs yesterday, they came home. I like the Astros series prize plus 115. I think with Verlander starting in game one, no matter who he goes up against and the way those bats have come alive, I'm on the Astros. Uh, to be clear, I don't think the Astros are underdogs here. Are, are they, the Astros I'm talking, the, the favorites? They are the, I thought the Astros were the, were the dogs in these series. I don't believe so. I believe the Astros are minus 140 to win the series. Oh, okay. Am I seeing the wrong numbers here? And like, wouldn't you expect the Astros to be favored? Okay, that's on me. I got it backwards. The Astros are minus 140. The Rangers are plus 115. So you're right about that. Yes, I, I would swing the Astros at minus 140. I think I think it's value there on the Astros for a team that, again, has come alive, who obviously are the defending champs. And they just look like a team. You know, some teams just sort of, as you like to put it, they play with their food for a while, and then they decide, okay, mm-hmm. it's time to play. And the Astros are that team. Well, especially because they they have some pieces that are making a difference that weren't really a factor in the regular season. We talked about this. Jose Abreu really didn't come live until the postseason. And they also didn't have Michael Brantley for most of the regular season. He was nursing some injuries. And it was a team that had a lot of big injuries to their big guns for most of the year. So it just feels like they're peaking at the right time. Surprise, surprise. Here come the Astros. But are you willing to bet on the Astros to win the World Series? Because right now, the Astros are your favorites to win it all at plus 240. Rangers 3-1. to one. Phillies plus 325. Arizona plus 425. And Atlanta 6-1. to one. I think we need to talk like for 15 seconds about the Diamondbacks. Do you think there is any way that the Diamondbacks can contend with these other teams? Because I feel like they can. Uh, Maybe. Look, here's the thing about the Diamondbacks is that, you know, top to bottom, they're outclassed by other teams. But when you have two top line starters like they have and the way that they can hit the ball, you can make a case for them. Doesn't it feel like that's the case with all these teams? All of these offenses have just been red hot. So I'm real excited to see the next round of the postseason because something has to give. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.